I wanted to be in an organization that helps to make the world a little bit a better place to do digital business. So my, my kids and my parents, when they go online, they are not afraid and, you know, they can put the credit card and, you know, they can shop and they can should not be so much afraid that their information and credentials will, will be out there. Uh, and when I had the chance to join us a company like that, it really, really protects organizations. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and tech to peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, I'm with Yochai Korem, a multidisciplinary executive with an impressive ability to innovate and lead businesses, products, and projects. He has over 20 years of experience leading sales, business development, product management, and innovation in international markets. Yochai Korem, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for being here with me. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Michael, for inviting me. And forward for an interesting discussion it'll be an awesome discussion there's such a such a cool uh, career journey we read your your bio to to the guests already but you know from from 8200 to to academia to entrepreneurship variant elbit a bunch of different organizations in between uh, a lot of organizations in between and uh, and now um again CEO of a, of a company, Cyberint, uh, and you're in the digital risk protection and threat intelligence space, and so a lot to uncover. And but where I really want to start uh, unconventionally uh, is is from your, I believe your your first degree in the Open University, uh, mm-hmm. studying history and geography. How you know connect the dots for me between Yochai the history and geography major and Yochai the the cyber threat uh, entrepreneur. Okay. When I, I, I like hiking and uh, traveling since the young age, I was also, a, a you know, the, uh, a, a tour, tour guide, even when I was, uh, you know, even in high school. Um, and inside the military service, there is a unique competition maybe only for the Israeli military, which is knowing your heritage and geography. You know, it's there, it's called the Idiatar. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was just invited as a young soldier and it was instead of, uh, um, you know, cleaning the dishes duty. So I said, let's do it. Um, and one exam after the other, I came to win this championship for all of, of the Israeli defense forces. So I, I was the champion or the a general for an uh, Israeli uh, military uh, heritage and history. So I thought, even though I was in a very, um, very, uh, I would say condensed military service, not a lot of time, I could find the time to learn and study. So I said, let's, let's do something interesting with that. I will never be an historian, but I like history. So I, let's take the time while I have in the military and use the open university to actually take some uh, geography and historical uh, and archaeological uh, courses. And I did so. And actually, it was really, really, uh, really nice. Uh, I love it, and I recommend for everyone to take parallel course, and maybe we can talk about it, you know, towards 
as we continue the discussion, have parallel uh, paths in your life. That is not only your, your main career, always have two or three other things in parallel. And I think for me, all over the years, it helped me to connect and give ideas that are um, making me a better person, a better manager, a better professional. So uh, understanding history makes at the end of the day cyber and, and can give you the, the, the stages later for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe interesting, um, when I won this championship, um, I thought how I can help with my knowledge also from the university, but from a lot of uh, working on my two feet uh, around the mountains of Israel, how I can uh, help others. And I decided to, uh, to set up a small website within A200 uh, and share every weekend a recommendation for uh, for the next hike for the weekend for everyone. Wow. And I did it week after week. Yeah, so they, you understand how the uh, history and geography helped me there. Yeah, and I extend them to 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 this valley and to this uh, hill, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And when I finished my military service, people said, "You know what? You you must continue with that." So I, I set up a, a, my first and you know project, which was to set up Tiuli. Tiuli is uh, the I think the number one website in Israel for uh, leisure and hiking and and trip activities for people. Um, and I started to put it in the, in, in the internet and while I was studying and while I was working, I also uh, uh, continued with this uh, startup, I would say, and, and can share more in, about it and how it led to my position in cyber today. I would love that. That would, that would be great. Let's do that. Okay. So, you know, as, as any entrepreneur, the goal is to identify a problem and to bring the solution to this problem uh, with a continuous evaluation process. So I found that people do not know where to go in the weekend. So I had friends, you know, 20, 20 something years old, they want to go and have a nice weekend in the, in the nature, but they don't know where, where to go. And yeah. not all of them has this guidebook. So when I, when I did it in 1920, so, uh, there was, you know, there was buy books that you need to buy. So I saw there was no good information in the internet and I decided to write those recommendations in, in my website. And suddenly this website became with uh, tens of thousands of people going every day uh, to look for ideas. So I added uh, legends about flowers and things that people could teach their kids while they, they hike. And I created maps and, and suddenly it was a big, big becoming a business in a way. So I added uh, people who can publish and advertise. Uh, and long story short, I had again one of the main or the leading website in Israel for um, for leisure time and, and hiking in the weekends, etc. And I wanted to try to connect it to, uh, to business. And, and I, uh, and I thought if I have so many people visiting this website, maybe they can also, you know, buy hiking equipment, <laughs> uh, today in black Friday, you know, this is what, yeah. this is how we, we shop, right? Uh, t- more than 10, 10 million years ago, it was not the same. Uh, I didn't want to handle the logistics, not like the Amazon. So I wanted to partner with someone and I, I met uh, Lamitayel, uh, which has, you know, stores and I thought to be their digital arm. And long story short, after a few uh, years of working together, they decided to, uh, to buy Tiuli and, and that's what my first, uh, I would say, uh, success awesome. with them. That's yeah. great. Uh, so, you know, through this passion of history and geography, I wanted to give something to society. Uh, and I, I volunteered a lot in, you know, gave, um, tons of my time. My, my wife says it was like, uh, it's like she married someone with a baby from a, uh, from a different marriage in the time of love and investment they put into Tiuli. Um, but it also taught me business. It taught me internet and taught me advertisement. It taught me how to uh, do business development and, and partnerships. 
and how to do business and, and, and uh, contracts, etc. And it led me to understand, uh, to be, be a position of a CEO uh, through this uh, you know, cycle of, of business, which took, uh, I think, something like six years. Uh, still today, uh, Tiul is one of the biggest places uh, yeah, in the website in Israel that you can go and enjoy, a part of Le Metayel. Um, a small baby, which is now almost uh, 19 years old. I started this 19 it's kind years of ago. A, it's kind of an amazing feat, creating a product that 19 years later is still used, especially after an M&A. I mean, most M&As fail right in the integration phase. And, and, right. uh, and, and even without that hurdle, building something that people actually need and actually enjoy using that sustains yeah. a whole... You know, e-commerce technological revolution multiple times. How do you explain that? What, what, <clears throat> you know, what's the magic there that keeps it alive? I'm, I'm shocked. First of all, uh, Facebook the, isn't even able to do what you did. You know, I, I think I have still more something to learn from Facebook as well. But I would say in the journey, uh, the acquiring uh, organization, I met, I, I met Yuval Mono, which is the founder and CEO there. And I found that he's uh, a unique person with very similar DNA to myself, and we became friends. So I didn't sell Tiuli to make a bunch of money and go home. I, I really thought it would be a, a good home. They can invest more efforts into continuing growing it for five or more years. I participated and, and helped grow the business until I thought that there were really the right people inside. And again, it's the, the DNA of, of Lametayel that I think gave the extra color that was, was required to get the, the boost that I wanted for, for Tiuli. Um, and originally also the product was really, really good. So when you have this good uh, core, um, it, it just stayed. And I think still today, uh, if, if people go to tiuli.com, um, they see trips that I wrote, the, the, the trip guide and, and the explanations and it's still true and people go to Nahal Kaziv or you know to Tzfat or to Jerusalem or and and they can follow my my recommendations of where to hike and I think it's still relevant every day that's amazing that's great now let's transition to what you're doing today with cyberint and cybersecurity. Yeah. what what's what's happening there what what got you into this from an entrepreneurial perspective and how did you when and and then we'll dive specifically a little bit into what cyberint is doing mm -hmm. so i didn't plan to go to cyberint i i, I in parallel to being into Yulia, i decided to um be in the high tech i thought it would be more more relevant and effective and using additional talents that i i thought i had uh, so i did work with different companies in product management and engineering and then i moved into the business side in sales and marketing uh, gave me, I would say, 360 degrees of how how an organization how organization works with the different elements and, and parts that need to be really really effective together. Um, and one day I called, uh, I got a call from a headhunter. Said, uh, you know, we think it's the right time for you to become a CEO. Uh, I met the board of directors of Cyberin, which uh, were looking for a CEO for the company. I thought that my background in intelligence and uh, and cyber is relevant, and they thought probably as well. And I got the position. So and so it, deciding first of all, just you know, a few words on deciding to join as a CEO of an existing company. That's a it's a it, it you know, obviously it happens. It's it's not the traditional entrepreneurial route necessarily. It has its okay. you know benefits and and drawbacks. Well, you know what what were the different what what was where was Yochai in that decision making process in terms of what you were prioritizing or okay. or giving up potentially. 
myself or for, or for the company? Well, for you, what, what was it like? For what me? was it for you, sort of the decision making I, 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 process? I worked in, in a really good company called Sai. Uh, that's uh, the sales business there. Uh, I really was, I was happy yep. and I really appreciate, you know, the CEO there, Ruby, and the rest of the team. But I, I felt that I have their needed experience and capabilities and, you know, what I learned over the years to, to, to make the shots myself. Um, and, and this is the difference at the end of the day as a CEO, you, you need to make the calls. You have a very smart uh, team surrounding you, but at the end of the day, the full responsibility is on your shoulders. And I felt that uh, I have the, um, I would say, capabilities to um, to integrate the needed parts from the company and, and, and bring some strategy and some vision to the organization. Again, I didn't do it alone. I did it with the rest of the management of Cyberint and with the help of the board of directors. But I felt this is the right time for me. Already 20 years experienced covering different areas. I, I felt this is uh, um, the, the next natural step for me. And when you get these opportunities, you said yourself, it's not very standard. Uh, you need to think three times before you pass away of, of uh, such opportunity. Uh, it gives you an experience that you will not get anywhere. Even if you do not succeed, it's still a very valuable experience. Hope, you know, I'm happy that I cannot say we've not succeeded at this point. Uh, so definitely it was a smart decision. Yeah. Okay. Well, but let's talk about what Cyberent is, is doing, and 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 maybe in order to to do that, I'd love to get a little bit of a landscape from you as yeah. to the the sort of the world that we're living in in terms of digital risk protection, okay. threat intelligence. What do those things actually mean to you? Uh, and and we'll take it from there. Maybe go one step back and describe. We are living in a digital world uh, today, and people and definitely COVID did a big push in working from home and, you know, using cloud environments. And uh, hackers also see that, and it has become a very lucrative business. I have a lecture about uh, the commerce behind the darknet. Uh, people make a lot of money, and just like in, in business, there are people who are, you know, looking for big organizations to hack, and they just sell this information. Others just develop malware as a service in, in SaaS platforms. Other, others know how to execute attacks. They're really professionalism within within hackers group and they exchange information uh, in a way that um, there are billions of dollars every year in in this uh, in this area and the result is exponential increase in cyber attacks and mm -hmm. when you are in the darknet every day like i am and my team <laughs> it is not something which is in the dreams okay there are millions of computers being infected every year with information extracted and just like we saw what happened in uber just few um weeks ago uh, this was a simple mistake of one of the employees that was in uh, the right position with the right capabilities on his computer and the hacker just you know made made, uh, made the right steps there and it happens to many companies and i wanted to be in an organization that helps to make the world a little bit a better place to do digital business so my my kids and my parents when they go online they are not afraid and you know they can put the credit card and you know they can shop and they can should not be so much afraid that their information and credentials will, will be out there and when I had the chance to join a company like that, it really, really protects organizations. And I felt, you know, it's really fitting to what I would like to do. And when I wake up every day, and I think everyone in cyber, we really feel on a daily basis that we stop attacks. There are so and, many and attacks. How do, you, how do you make that? How do you get that feeling? How do you create a culture where people, you know, across the culture feel and resonate with that? You know what? I just yesterday I remember we have a new employee. I think he's less than four weeks in the company, and I asked him in the kitchen yesterday, you know, how is it going? And he said, you know, it was glowing. And I said, what happened? 
So yesterday I already worked for one of the customers and I found a small piece of, you know, trail and I, and I pulled, you know, the, 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 the rope or however you call it until I found the juicy stuff and I found an attack that is actually currently going with a very big exposure of a customer information that, you know, could be disastrous for this organization. And I was able to identify an alert on time and they could remediate this problem. This is a feeling of someone with a four weeks in Cybrick. Okay, so this is, this is not something, you know, one in a year. This happens every day uh, where we are uh, identifying this, uh, these problems or helping to solve them. Um, <clears throat> I, I hope I answered the question. 100%, 100%. Sorry, just give me one second where I just had a, something crashed here for me. But, but maybe maybe it's <laughs> no exactly what, we're, what maybe it's exactly <laughs> what what we've been talking about. If you if you're if you're looking into a little bit into into the future, you know, as an entrepreneur, right. you know, vision, etc. You know, yeah. wh- where are we headed in terms of these threats and the potential solutions? Are we optimistic, pessimistic, realistic? Right. Well, what's happening? Maybe let me try to uh, to answer it from a different perspective. First of all, how how do you stop those uh, hackers? Maybe to say right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the question. There are a few approaches to this. One is to build very high walls internally and hope the hackers will not uh, never bypass the walls. We, everyone that learns some historical uh, military history knows that the, the hackers always or the attacker always find a way to bypass the lines of defense. Mm-hmm. So we took the approach of actually. Uh, trying to identify the hacker using intelligence capabilities before they go to the maximum steps of their of their actions. We do that by uh, scanning the entire internet and looking from the outside whether there are any windows where the hacker can go in. Um, and, and the topic called the tech surface management. Uh-huh. And we are also looking at the open, deep, and dark web. We're looking for commerce and chatter between threat actors to see their intention and information they are trying to sell. And we're also looking for mistakes people are doing and uploading source code with, you know, credentials into code repositories and other places where this, this mistake could be identified by hackers and, you know, then they can try to hack the organization. Our goal is to identify that ahead of time. And now starts to, to your question, a, a game of a cat mouth, you know, so uh-huh. how quick are we to detect the problem and are we able to tell the organization about it and they can fix it ahead of time? And is this window? which sometimes hours or days or hours is, is effective enough to help the hackers, uh, to help the organization stop the hackers before they make it them make damage. And I think I'm, I'm optimistic because organization, first of all, I'm optimistic by nature, which is uh, very important for any uh, CEO, I believe, and that we, we look at the future and we are sure everything's going to be fine. Sure. Uh, but also we need to be realistic and to plan to, to situations where not everything will be fine. But we are able to identify attacks every day, which means our customers see the value. And when they come up to decision, should I pay Cyberint again? They say, yes, I, I saw what happened last year. I, I would like to on my side again. And our, our vision today, we call it impactful intelligence and an impact in making an impact on an organization, not just telling you, Hey, there's a problem. Actually, we want to verify that the organization that we provide them with information of the problem are able to fix it and quickly. So. Uh, we actually measure the time it takes to uh, to close the, the cycle, and we have different ideas on how to do it faster and faster and more automated way. And I think organizations today are becoming more mature. I think the the customers of any company demand cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is not any longer in most organizations an expenditure that you want to minimize. People understand this is a, a mandatory capability and maybe even a business enable, enabler. So 
um, people will say, you know, I, I was in, in Bank Lumi uh, event yesterday and on their, you know, in the two minutes promotion they, they did for the bank, um, they said, we are the best in cybersecurity. For them, you know, cybersecurity and information and the, the confidential information to protect is something they put on their advertisement. So this is a business enabler or not. So I'm, I'm happy to be in pass, part of this uh, transition where cybersecurity becomes business enabler rather than expenditure. And, you know, we could need to continue to improve how we actually stop hackers before they are able to get in. Um, and as the exponential rise in attacks continues to, to happen, I think we're, we're in a good position. I love it. That's really, really cool. Now, uh, my favorite question uh, before okay. I say goodbye. Your biggest moment of delight. Okay. Uh, if you had to look at your day-to-day, your journey, what, what is sort of those... You know, the, those moments of delight that make it all worth, make, make it an inspiring life for you to live. Um, not an easy question, because I, I think nope. it should not be just one moment, moment. I feel I have many of those every day. An example of an employee that says, you know, I'm happy I'm cybering or I feel, I feel good I'm here. Or a customer that tells me, um, you know what? Thank you. I, I sleep better at night when I, when I have you, right? This is, a, this is a, everything we're doing. And you know, every, there are so many problems and battles on a day to day that things doesn't work well and you have issues and you need to solve them. And those are those moments of, of, you know, happiness from, from people that you invest with employees and customers. This is the two things that are more critical for an organization. And I think when I get this feedback is happy, but I, I also, um, maybe to give a different perspective also, I, I, I studied to be a pilot, so I'm a pilot today. I always told you you need to have parallel things in life, right? Um, so I'm also in the air with my son. It's also something delightful. So th- this, is, this is part of what I'm trying to do, have multiple things that, you know, interconnect <clears throat> at the end of the day. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you in the air. I pilot myself as well. And so it's a, I'm a wishing you best of luck with Cyberint. And uh, I love the, the insights and, and awesome story, you know, all the way going back to history and geography. I think that's just, you know, really um, yeah. embodying the, the true spirit of, you know, the true entrepreneurial spirit and in the most, in the most right. fundamental form of it. So really, thank you very much, Yochai. Wishing you best of luck. Looking forward to keeping in touch and uh, looking forward to continuing cheering from the side. Again, thank you for hosting me. Thanks, Michael.